Have you read the whole Bible? Genesis to Apocalypse. Table of contents to the maps in the back of your Bible. The whole thing from start to finish. You know, a lot of us have read dozens, perhaps hundreds of books in our life, but we've never read the book, the capital B book, the Bible. And yet, it is the only book out there that is inerrant, infallible, authoritative, and teaches us what we need to know and to do in this life. Someone has said the Bible is God's love letter to humanity. And what if you went your whole life and you didn't read that love letter? My challenge for you, it's December 31st, recording this video. My voice is a little weak. I've been sick the last two days. Some kind of a chest cold. I don't think it's COVID. I've had COVID before. Uh, I had an antibody test a couple weeks ago, blood work. It came back that I still had the, the uh, COVID antibodies. So I think this is just the normal winter chest cold. So my voice is a little raspy and messed up right now. My challenge for my whole audience here on YouTube, it's 360,000. I'm challenging right now 360,000 people to read the Bible this next year. To begin at Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and to move through the entire Bible. I have helped hundreds of people do this. It is not difficult. There is a plan. There is a way to do it. And it's a goal that you should set in your life. This should be on your bucket list. You should do it at least once, if not many times. Read the Bible. I don't see how anyone in any field of education could say that they are educated if they haven't read the entire Bible. It is, even if you were an atheist, it is a bedrock to human society. And we're not atheists. We're Roman Catholics. We actually believe every word in the Bible. But have we read it? You know, goals, people make resolutions, goals this time of year. Most people never complete their goals or fulfill their resolutions. Why? They don't make their resolution specific. This is a specific resolution. Read the entire Bible. People don't fulfill their resolutions because they don't have a timeline of when they're going to do it, like losing weight. They just want to lose weight. Lose weight by March 1st is a specific timeline. Here, your timeline is specific by December 31st next year. People don't fulfill their resolutions because they don't have a plan, a detailed plan. I am going to give you today a free plan that helps you go through the Catholic Bible. It looks like this. I'll the, the link is in the description. I'll, I'll help you get the link in just a minute. A detailed plan. You're going to print this out. You're going to put it in your Bible. You're going to get a pencil and you're going to scratch it off every day. And every time you scratch it off, you're going to feel that much better because you're moving towards fulfilling your goal. And then another reason we don't fulfill our resolutions, re resolutions is no accountability. So we're kind of a community here. There's 360,000 of you that watch these videos, let's keep each other accountable. Are you doing your Bible reading? Are you working through the Bible? You know, 
one of my students at the new St. Thomas Institute, he got this list, this plan that I'm about to give all of you. And he finished it in under three months. He read the entire Bible in three months. When I was, I've read the whole Bible. The quickest I did it was six months. Now that was back before I was a Catholic. So it was missing seven books. And the plan I'm going to give you is going to include the seven deuterocanonical books. It's very important. But this is something you could do in three months, six months, but we're doing a year and it is completely doable. Now, I'm going to give you some reasons on why you should read the Bible in one year. Maybe you're not persuaded. Maybe you just got on this video right now. You wanted to hear what I was talking about at the end of the year. And you're like, ah, that sounds like a Protestant thing, reading the Bible. I don't know about that. I don't need to read the Bible. I've been Catholic my whole life. Nuns taught me all I need to know. Okay. I think you're wrong. You need to read the Bible because in Catholic theology, the Bible authors are the normative Catholic theologians for Catholic doctrine. Let me re repeat that. The Bible, the authors in the Bible, like St. Paul or St. Luke, they are the normative theologians for Catholic doctrine. So, for example, when you're reading St. Thomas Aquinas, which you should all do, I have another challenge on reading the Summa, but we won't, let's not get too, too bogged down or too maybe stressed out about all these challenges. Right now, we're just talking about, well, first of all, praying the rosary every day, and we're going to read the whole Bible in a year. When you're reading Thomas Aquinas, he always prefers in his said contra or in his response to appeal to the Bible. For Thomas Aquinas, the Bible is normative. If you can get a Bible quote, you're getting a slam dunk. After that, Thomas Aquinas will go to the early church fathers. If you read him, you know that he loves to quote Augustine. If you can get an Augustine quote, if you can get a Bible verse or multiple and get an Augustine quote, Thomas Aquinas is very happy. After early church fathers, you'll find is appeals to popes and papal statements, magisterial statements. And then after that is reason and philosophy. So this would be, for example, Thomas Aquinas appealing to maybe every once in a while he quotes Cicero. He calls him Tully or Tullus. Uh, he'll quote Aristotle. Right. But... Even though he appeals to Aristotle, he'd much rather appeal to Augustine or even more to the Bible. Second, the authors of sacred scripture are inspired by the Holy Spirit and they are inerrant. That is, when you're reading sacred scripture and you're getting your theology from the Bible, guided by the magisterium, we'll talk about that shortly, you are, you're getting pure food. It's not like buying a Catholic book at the Catholic bookstore written by Father So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so or Dr. So-and-so and like, oh, is this good? I hope it's good. No. When you're reading the Bible, it's all good. Number three, Catholic theology is built on, according to the Council of Trent, scripture and tradition. If you watch my channel, you know I'm a traditionalist. I'm always talking about sacred tradition, the traditional Latin mass, traditional catechism, etc. We have to remember that it's scripture and tradition. We have to know both. There are people who can quote uh, rubrics 
and councils, and that's all wonderful and great. We should strive for all of that. But we should chiefly know and quote sacred scripture. The fourth reason why you should read the Bible is your worldview is broken. Your worldview, if you're watching this right now, is not perfect. Some of us, our worldviews are bad. They are skewed. That's because your worldview, and your worldview is how you view the entire world. Your worldview is shaped by the media, by Twitter, by CNN, by your people you follow on Facebook, people you follow on Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, uh, and the lies that billionaires and pharmaceutical companies and all these groups want to change your worldview chiefly to control you and to make money. Your worldview should be shaped by sacred scripture, by the worldview of the Bible. If you don't read the Bible, you will never get the biblical worldview that you need in order to scan the world. So the fourth reason why you should read the Bible this coming year is to change, to renew, to perfect your worldview the goggles by which you see everything, which, will, which, by the way, will totally transform your life in a good way. And number five, you should read the whole Bible this year to know Christ better. St. Jerome said, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Yes, go to the traditional Latin Mass. Yes, pray the rosary every day. Yes, go to confession every two weeks, two to four weeks. Yes, read the Catechism, the Council of Trent. But yes, 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 read sacred scripture. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Knowledge of scripture is knowledge of Christ. So much of the modernist heresies that we have to fight in our time would be completely, and I mean completely, wiped out and destroyed if everyone studied sacred scripture with the mind of the church. The nonsense that is performed in liturgies would go away if people read scripture. If people read the details of liturgy defined in books of the Old Testament or even in the Apocalypse of St. John, if they saw that vision in the scriptures, there's no way that they would participate in the nonsense sacrilegious liturgies like the one we saw just a couple days ago when I did the video of that Christmas Eve service, they call it a mass, in Chicago at St. Sabina. If you haven't seen it, please subscribe to this channel and uh, look at the last video I just did. So those are five reasons you should read the Bible. Now, excuses people have for not reading the Bible basically come down to three. Number one, it's too hard. It's not hard. You're reading for like five to 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes. That's not hard. If I said, if you do this thing for five minutes a day, you will not get cancer, you would do it. Or if you do this thing for five minutes a day, you'll get a million dollars in your checking account at the end of the year. Y'all would all do it. But the Bible says, strive not for gold and jewels and riches, but strive for wisdom. Where do you get that wisdom? From Instagram? No. From Twitter? No. 
You get it from God's infallible word, the Bible. Second thing people say is it's boring. Yeah, I mean, is it going to be as exhilarating as your video game or Marvel movie or whatever is hot right now? Yeah, some of the parts of the reading the Bible are a little boring. So what? That's life. Have some perseverance, have some fortitude. And then the third reason people don't read the Bible is, well, I don't understand it. And I'm going to give you some resources or some suggestions shortly on how you can better understand it. So let's look at the plan real quick. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, in the live chat, place the link. But the link to the Bible in a year sheet is also, let's see if this will work. Yep, it worked. Good. There's the link in the live chat. But it's also below this YouTube video. I think it's the very first line. Download the sheet. Now, let me show you what the sheet looks like. One moment, please, while I bring it on. Oh, my goodness, that's rather big. Okay. This is the sheet I designed for my students at the New St. Thomas Institute. I've arranged it into three readings per day. A lot of Bible plans will give you two readings. They'll give you an Old Testament and a New Testament. My thinking on this is, well, the Old Testament is a lot longer than the New Testament. So you end up getting large Old Testament readings and small New Testament readings. So what I did is I basically put two Old Testament readings with one New Testament reading. But the second lesson is from the Psalms or from wisdom literature, which is categorically different than the rest of the Old Testament. And it is the Psalms are songs of praise and then, you know, Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and Ecclesiasticus, etc. Those are that's wisdom literature. It's teaching you how to be and to live as a human in this world in accordance with God's righteousness, with his justice. So what you're getting in my plan are three readings. A standard Old Testament reading, a wisdom, and then a New Testament. It's broken up pretty much evenly. I did my best into 365 slices. You move through day by day, and I recommend that you take this and you print it out with your printer, and you put it, you fold it. It's two sheets of paper. Here's the second half goes all the way to December 31st. Look, your last reading is from 2 Maccabees, Sirach, and Revelation, Apocalypse 22. You're done. I recommend that you print this out, fold it, and place it in your Dewey Rames Bible. That's the Bible verse I recommend, or Bible translation I recommend. And then have a pencil. And it's really important when you do this, with a pencil every day to scratch off those readings. Why? Psychologically, it really gets you going. You're making, you're accomplishing something. And as you're moving along and you get to February 1st and there's 31 days scratched off beneath it, it builds this momentum. Like you ever heard of, you know, ever heard Dave Ramsey talk about the, what's he called, the debt snowball? If you're in a lot of debt, uh, you begin with the smallest debts and more debts and you start to roll it all up and then pretty soon the snowball begins to roll. That's the same thing here. You're building momentum. So I really do think psychologically it's important to have a pencil and to scratch them off 
line them off every day. It's that people who say when you do goals, in my life, I try to do two to four things per day. One of them would be, for example, to make this video. Psychologically, it's really important for you to physically mark them off. It brings a lot of satisfaction to your life. So that is the uh, Bible in a year uh, arrangement that I've come up with that I think is the best and that I would encourage y'all to do. There are hundreds of people who have used this plan and have successfully read through the Bible and you can do it too. It's not that difficult. Now, some people will say, well, I don't understand it. You know, the Bible can be hard. It's true. The Bible can be hard. And this is where I'm going to go to a second thing. Let me get it ready here. I have prepared two online courses. One is the entire Old Testament and one is the entire New Testament. And I go through every single book of the Bible book by book, and I show you the Catholic doctrine in every book. So, for example, here is the New Testament course that I've prepared. You go into New St. Thomas Institute. There's a Getting Started. That's the first module. The next one's an Intro to the New Testament. Just basic stuff you need to know. Here's the reading lists, how to memorize the books of the New Testament, etc., then you move on over to the Gospels, and there's a video for each one. Here's the origin of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, there's two for Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles. Every time you do one of them, well, when you click on them, here's what they look like. All right? Here's the video. Here's the audio only if you want that. Here are the study notes below that I prepared for you. You don't have to take notes. I already typed out the notes for you. And you can click on the video. And it starts up. Along the way, I'm explaining. On the heresy of Marcion. And also we have the Orthodox. Very end is present. Labor in preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, Luke is a great contributor to the New So there it is. That's kind of how it all works. Same thing. Here's Paul's major epistles, Paul's prison epistles. They all sort of accordion out so you can see them. Hebrews, etc. The Apocalypse. And the same thing for, uh, by the way, there's a Latin Mass uh, certificate in here too. How to pray in Latin, traditional Latin Mass intro. Uh, walk through the entire Latin Mass. I go through the whole Latin Mass with you. Roman Rite, etc. But there's also the Old Testament, Christ in the Old Testament. This one's cool. Because I go through every book of the Old Testament and I show you where Christ, the Blessed Mother, the Church, and the seven sacraments are in, hidden in all of the Old Testament books. As you can see, the Old Testament one is quite extensive. You can do all this at NewStThomas.com. It's not free. There is a tuition. Um, many, many people benefit from this. So if you want help, I'm giving you the, the worksheet totally free. If you want help along the way, I recommend that you check out NewStThomas.com. You go there by NewStThomas.com. You get all the certificates, including the Latin Mass one, philosophy, theology, 
church fathers, medieval church history, uh, contemporary church history, Old Testament, New Testament, apologetics. It's all there. That's where I do so much of my work. And if you want help understanding where I go through and I quote the church fathers talking about the book of Genesis or talking about Exodus or talking about the typology in Leviticus or in Deuteronomy or in Judges, I'm taking the church fathers, the popes, the ancient commentaries, and we're going through with a Catholic mind, looking through all the books of the Bible, and we're just gleaning all the beautiful truths from the Old Testament and the New Testament and forming our worldview, understanding the dogmas as they're growing out of sacred scripture. If you want to do that with me, that's at NewStThomas.com. If you just want the list, and I please, everybody, download the list. It's below this video. Let me go ahead and place it in the um, live stream again. Let's see if this works. Yep, there we go. Is that working in the live stream for y'all? Um, that's the challenge. That's the challenge. To read the Bible in 365 days. If you're in for the challenge, hit that thumbs up. Like the video, thumbs up. If you want people to know about this, share the video on Facebook. And of course, if you're not already, please do subscribe and hit that bell. All right, you can do this. You can do this. You need to do this. It's hard, it's hard to have a Catholic worldview in our time. With all the junk that they're throwing at us on Amazon Prime, Netflix, Twitter, Disney Channel, um, whatever else is streaming into our lives, it is hard to have our mind properly formed to see the world as God sees it. Really, the only way you're going to accomplish this is if you read the whole Bible. And please download this free one-year plan. I've prepared it for you. It is free. It is all you really need. I wish as a young man I had something like this. I was just sort of opening the Bible and reading. You know, some days I'd read two minutes. Some days I'd read 18 minutes. But I had no plan. This plan will help you along the way. It will help you keep yourself accountable. And by the way, let me go ahead and give you a heads up. If you download this plan, you start on it. By, by January 31st, you're going to miss some days. You're going to get behind. Do not give up. I guarantee at some point you're going to get behind. Do not be discouraged. Do not give up. There's two things you can do when you get behind. Just keep, just don't, don't look at the date on the side. Ignore the date. Just follow the plan. And maybe it'll take you a little longer than 365 days. Or play catch up. Now playing catch up is only, is good when you're like two or three, four or five days behind. If you get 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 days behind catch up at that point is going to be very difficult unless you just have a sweet sabbatical 
where you have lots of free time with your Bible. So I would say don't fall behind. When you do, catch up really quick. If you fall way behind, things happen in our lives. Illness, sickness, changing job, moving. Something like that happens. Just tell yourself, I may finish it by January 30th of the next year. But I'm still going to keep on going. All right. So do not give up if and when you get behind. You stay on the course, even if you're going to finish a little bit slower. You stay on that course, okay? All right. That's my challenge. To all 365,000 people who watch this YouTube channel, I'm challenging you to read the Catholic Bible. I recommend all of you use the Dewey Rames Bible. Do it. Do it. You will never regret it. You will be in the 99th percentile of truly educated people who have read God's holy word. And it'll change you forever. It'll, it'll inoculate you from heresies and lies. Do it. All right. Let's pray the Our Father in Latin. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster. Quies in celi sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos malo. Amen. Nomini Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, please. Pray for me. I'm a little sick still. I've been in bed the last day. Yesterday I was in bed almost all day. Uh, this chest cold, head cold. Feeling a little bit better today, but not fully recovered. So please say a Hail Mary for me. People are asking um, what Bible to use. Dewey Rames. Use the Dewey Rames. Download this sheet here. I just printed out some copies for members of my family. Here's what it looks like. <clears throat> Two pages. Or you can back, do it you know, front and back like that. Print it out. Put it inside your Bible. Put your Bible on your nightstand and a pencil and you are on your way to reading the whole Bible in a year. Some of you are going to get excited and you're going to finish in six months or three months like some people. And hoorah, good for you. And maybe this becomes a pattern. I know people who have read the Bible 20 times. You got to do it though. You got to read that Bible. And I'm doing it again this year. I'm reading the Bible again this year, so y'all can hold me accountable. Hey, Marshall, how you doing on your Bible reading? I'm right there with you. I'm doing it with you. So read that Bible. If on the way you want some help, you want to take an online course with me, then you go over to NewStThomas.com and you sign up for the online courses, and we go through book by book, and we learn all about Christ, the Blessed Mother, the Church, the Sacraments, and the Old Testament, and then seeing it all fulfilled and fully come to life in the New Testament. It's an amazing journey. I want you to take it. I challenge you, read the Bible in one year. You will not regret it. It'll be one of the top things in your life that you've accomplished. Do it this next year. Pray the rosary every day. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. <laughs>